Welcome to the Together for Good podcast brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. We have a special episode for you today. I was trying to think of something to put out here for the first day of Lent. Yes, it is Ash Wednesday, the first day of our Lenten journey. And I have something a little different. It's a poem. I wrote this poem several years ago. You'll know that because it's about my two-year-old son, and Solomon is now seven. Um, But this poem deals a lot with the themes of Ash Wednesday and the Lenten season. And it looks specifically, it's based specifically on Genesis chapter 3, which is the story of the fall of Adam and Eve when they eat that piece of fruit because the serpent told them to and they discover the knowledge of good and evil, the scripture says. They eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and their eyes are opened and we call this big moment the fall. And so that's the name of this poem. It's called The Fall, but I think as you'll discover, um, this is something very hopeful that's actually hidden here within all of the talk about our own fragile nature on this Ash Wednesday. I really hope you enjoy it. Let me know um, if you appreciate this. It's very different than what we usually do, but I actually have a bunch of uh, poems along these lines, so I'd be happy to share more with you if there's interest. Um, Yeah, also please, as you know, uh, share the podcast feed with friends. We're going to be putting out a lot of great content during the Lenten season to help you on your journey. If you know of anyone who's looking for some further devotional resources as they make their way through Lent, be sure to let them know about the Together for Good podcast. And as always, thanks so much for listening. But now, without further ado, here is an Ash Wednesday poem. This is called The Fall poem for Lent. My two-year-old son will routinely start his requests by shouting, I am, I am, I am, and then he'll drop in an adjective. I am thirsty, or a verb. I am running, or a noun. I am a dragon. It's like a drum roll, percussively preparing us for the articulation of his situation. Is Lent just a similar introduction? A 40-day drum roll that culminates with a plea? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As the snare drum rattles and crescendos towards its pronouncement, what are we to do? We are invited to make our own announcements. I am broken. I am a sinner. I am dust. Though our statement is personal, we do not march alone. The beat of these 40 days gathers us together so that we can discover how badly we need each other. We begin by marking our foreheads with a smudge of death. And we publicly admit that we cannot see the log in our own eye or the decay in our own soul. We cannot see the blood on our own hands or the dust and ashes resting on our forehead. It's hard these days to have a grasp on our own deficiencies. We are taught that our condition is godly. Thanks to social media and the NSA, secrets are just something for Victoria. Thanks to smartphones and Google, we're all but omniscient. If your typing is proficient and your income sufficient, then you can be your own efficient and say to yourself, I am reminiscent of ancient royalty. I have all the answers. I've got money and power, convenience and security. 
there seems to be this idea that we have become gods. That we can live by facts that are beyond truth. That we can own sacred land that rightfully belongs to a different group. That we can somehow possess our soul by adding to our possessions. This is a spiritual condition. An epidemic of malnutrition, we've been fed scripts that say we must rob and raid and ravage and ransack and desecrate and devastate and devour. And then finally, if we eat that last piece of edible fruit, then we will become like God. We have mistaken the finite for the infinite. If our existence was a cliché scene of youth, it would be of my son, shouting, I am, I am, I am a superhero, as he jumps spread eagle onto his bed. But he isn't a superhero at all. He's not omniscient or infinite or able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. He can't even leap over the sheets. And I know that one day he'll have to discover that the only appropriate end to his drumroll is I am, I am, I am, I am dust. That day will be painful and shameful. And it will make him question everything that he once thought was true about his life. I am, I am, I am a superhero, he'll shout as he steps boldly into seventh grade. Only to trip on whatever security blanket he's still carrying. And the greedy mob eager to divert their own sense of impending death, will pounce and grind his sense of self-worth into dust. At least, that's one way it could happen. The fall will find us all eventually. And at that moment, our eyes become opened and we see the good and evil in a world we thought we knew. Like a subtle knife, we are severed from all the pretty little gardens we once treasured and all the friendly, peaceful animals we once shepherded and we are leveled by shame and despair and the new knowledge that we have been completely unaware of our very essence. I am dust. But in this tragic discovery also lives the recovery of a seed dying to be sown a secret that we all must know, but that only failure can show. The only way to be truly human is to give up trying to be God. And though we are finite, we are not without the divine light. Because there has been a spark of the infinite within us since we were infants. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Will never be our plea. Because the ashes on our forehead take the same shape as the waters of our baptism. And even though we will all utter the fall's bitter refrain, I am dust, I am dust, I am dust, we do not stutter. For in that same moment, we also speak God's name. I am I am, I am.